Hey, thanks for joining us here today at Victory Church, where we invite people to belong before they believe. If you want to know more about who we are and what we do, or if any of our messages have impacted your life and you would like to partner with us in giving to this ministry, we invite you to do so by visiting our website at victory.church. Now, let's check out this week's message. Victory Church! Victory Church, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Go ahead and take your seats. Go ahead and take your seats. Um, I did bring some, some friends and family with me. Um, so first I want to introduce, um, I've got a great friend. His name is Jim McMillan and his wife, Sarah McMillan. They came from Colorado Springs. Um, and so I'm so thankful that you guys are here. But I brought some of my family with me. My mom and my sister are here with me as well. Uh, so excited. Listen, uh, just, just my mom and my sister, but uh, I think there's a picture of my, my entire family. Um, that's, that's, that's us. Um, my sister and my mom are holding my dad's belly. He was full. Well, he, ate, he ate good. He ate good. And so that's like a standing joke all the time. We, we mess with him. But um, happy new year to all of you. I'm so excited to be here. My name is Kevin Daniels. I get the privilege and honor to serve as the worship pastor here um, at Victory Church OKC. And I'm thankful. I am thankful for that. I'm thankful to be here with you. Listen, can we just give one round of applause for the worship team today leading us in worship? That was such a blessing, such a blessing to have them there. I also want to thank Pastor John, Pastor Oscar, uh, Pastor Wade, just the leadership here at Victory. We have some amazing people who lead us here at Victory Church. Amen? Amen. Amen. But as we enter into this new year, man. 2022. Here we are. 2021 was uh, was 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 good. It was good. 2020, crazy. But thank God we made it to 2022. Amen. Listen. The title of this message today is "The Promises I Make to Myself." The promises I make to myself. Now, last uh, last week, um, and probably the last month, many of us, many of you, have probably been talking about New Year's resolutions, what we're going to do differently this year than we did last year. Me and my wife, we celebrated two years on anniversary, December 28th. I'm so thankful for that. Um, two years. And during that time of celebrating, that's what we talked about. We talked about, you know, God, what do you have for us in 2022? And one thing I shared with her was, I am done with New Year's resolutions. Um, the reason why is because a lot of times, uh, you may be guilty of this, sometimes we, we, we wait to start something January 1st when we could have started January 1st, right? We waited a whole year to start something, but I believe that if you're gonna do something, now is the time. And, and so what I believe today's message will do will bless us. Uh, it'll help us to make some promises and stand firm on the word of God um, through his promises and help us to make some promises that'll help lead us and make it through 2022. Can I share a few things with you on today? So the promises I make to myself. Um, I believe that um, this year, is going to be really different. You see, God reveals himself through history and through time. He reveals himself over and over. If you look back over your life, you should have and you probably will see some things that God did where he kept his hand on you, where he protected you, where he blocked some things that were coming your way, where he kept you safe, where sickness was at your doorstep, but he said no. You can be able to see some of those things. And so God reveals himself through history, through time, and this great thing that he gives us, memory. Memory. 
You see, if you look down memory lane, you may be able to tell about some of the lessons, the experiences, maybe even some of the pain that you had to go through. But I just want you to know that it is all working together for an amazing purpose and plan that God has for you in the new year. And the new year is going to be great. If you open up your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 43, Isaiah chapter 43, that's where we'll be coming out of text. But before I read that, let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you. God, we thank you for waking us up this morning, God. We thank you for our eyes being able to open, Lord Jesus. We ask that today, God, that you would be with us, God, that you would speak through your word, Lord Jesus, that it would come across with clarity, God, conciseness, God, and it would help us to grow. God, we pray that we are motivated, inspired, God, and that you were lifted and glorified. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. 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 Isaiah chapter 43, it says this, I am the Lord, your holy one, the creator of Israel, your king. Thus saith the Lord, which maketh a way in the seas and a path in the mighty waters, which bringeth forth the chariot and the horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together. They shall not rise. They are extinct. They are quenched as tow. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of hold, Behold, I will do a new thing. Somebody say new thing. thing. Not it shall spring forth. Ye shall not know it. I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beast of the field shall honor me, the dragons and owls, because I give water in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. This people who I have formed for myself, they shall show forth my praise. This here is the word of God for the people of God. Amen? Amen. So as I said, we're talking about the promises that we make to ourselves, the promises that I made to myself. I'm going to share with you three of them. Um, I had about ten. Um, seven of them were none of your business. The three I'm going to share with you, right? <laughs> but but I pray, my prayer is that you would develop some of your own and that you would go into this new year with a plan. You see, ultimately what we want God to do is we want him to give us some vision of ourselves in 2022 so we can make it through 2022. So my prayer is that God would give you a vision of your life so that you can move forward in grace and in the walking and calling of God. Amen. So three promises. The first one I'll share with you is this. It says this. The first promise is stop trying to live up to people's expectations. Stop trying to live up to people's expectations. How many people pleasers are in the house? People pleasers? We got any people pleasers? Some people who I I just, I want to be liked. I want people to kind of go with me, be on my side. Listen, if we're going to do what God has for us in 2022, we cannot live up to people's expectations. The reason why is because first and foremost, you're going to fail them. You're not going to meet everybody's expectations all the time. On the other side of it, God has something specific for you, and it doesn't necessarily align with what people want for you, okay? Living up to people's expectations, a lot of times I think some people, we desire certain things for our lives. I know this is, a, uh, this is really interesting. Um, the calling that is on someone else's life, I don't want it. And I don't want you to want the calling on someone else's life. I want you to want what God has for you and nobody else. You see, when God wraps up a present and puts your name on it, can't nobody touch it, can't nobody take it. It is yours and yours alone. And so... With that, there are three important agendas 
that we see in our lives. There are three very important agendas that we see in our lives. The first one, the first agenda for our life is what we want to do. This is our desire. This is our desire. This is what I want to make of myself, where I want to be in life, the kind of house I want, the car I want, the career I want, the friends I want. This is our desire, what I want to do tomorrow, what I want to do in a week from now. This is very, very, most of us find ourselves fulfilling our own desires. The next one is what's expected of us to do. You see, this right here is very interesting. This is what our friends want from us. This is what our parents want from us. I know my mom is here today. I know for a fact there was an expectation. When I left off to school, my dad would always say this, young man, hey, better remember who raised you, who taught you. That was expected for me to behave well. And I always tried my best and I failed a lot of times to meet that expectation. But we're not going to talk about that today. But this last agenda for our lives is what God has called us to do. This is God's desire for our life. This is what he's already designed out and planned out for you to do, for you to accomplish. And if Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 is right, it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness, and everything will be added unto you. If that scripture is right, then we must all start with what God's called us to do. If that scripture is right, we've all got to start focusing on what God has called us to do and nobody else. You see, accepting God's agenda for your life will demand some courageous conversations with other people. You see, you can't fulfill God's agenda on your life without disappointing other people. You won't fulfill God's agenda for your life without disappointing other people. And I think in 2022, some of us need to make that a, a clear promise that you're just going to focus on what God called you to do and not worry about my own desires and what other people wanted us to do. I think that's what we've got to do. We've got to focus on what God called us to do. And here's another thing. Sometimes in our lives, this is really good. Sometimes in our lives, we listen to other people. We listen to other people and they will put their expectations on us. And we've got to be able to say this. Um, I just don't feel called to that. I'm sorry, I just don't feel called to that. It's okay. I don't feel called to that. Because other people will give you advice. They'll tell you things like this. Oh, it's okay, Kevin. Just follow your heart. Just follow your heart. When my wife and I moved from Colorado Springs um, to Oklahoma, uh, it, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a challenging decision for me. I was like, it's time to go. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to get up out of here. Um, but, it, but it was a challenging thing to move because so many people are like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are, are you sure you want to just, you know, leave family, friends, your comfortability and just, yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. But it was because I knew what God called me to do and I wasn't worried about what other people expected me to do. You see, some people might have expected me to stay and that's what happens in your life. Some people expect you to get knocked down and stay down. But the, thing, the great thing about the, the believer is that our next step is to get up. Our next step is to get up and move forward. You see, that's because we've been called to do that, right? We've been called to get up and move on and not stay down. So 2021 may have knocked you down a couple times, but as the believer says, we may fall seven, but our next step is to get up. Amen? The next step is to get up. Listen, once again, you don't want to sacrifice in 2022. You do not want to sacrifice your identity for other people's emotional well-being. 
right? I don't want you to sacrifice your identity in 2022 in order to, 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 to make somebody feel good. We've got to do what God's called us to do. We've got to focus on what God's called us to do. How many in here just want to do what God called you to do? Nothing less, nothing more. Amen? That's, that is the plan. Uh, that should be a plan. That's my plan. That's my promise to focus on living a called life and not an expected life. Focus on living a called life and not an expected life. Second point, second point. I won't let anything or anyone take my peace. I won't let anything or anyone take my peace. This is a good one because um, I find myself a lot of times being frustrated about something. Has anyone ever prayed? Have you ever prayed for something that was heavy on your heart? You were praying. I mean, praying, I mean, praying and praying and praying. And two minutes later, you realize I'm not even praying about this issue. I'm just thinking about it. I'm, and it's just two minutes later, you, you thought you were praying for a long time, but you've just been thinking about what's been troubling you. Um, last week, uh, two weeks ago, Pastor Oscar preached an amazing, amazing message on peace. If you get the opportunity to go back and listen to it, you should. And he preached this message on peace. And peace is so important because peace is given to you by God. God gives us peace. In the midst of the storm, God gives us peace. In the midst of the hell that we're going through, God will give it to you. All you got to do is ask for it. But a lot of times we allow people to take it. We allow things that we're in to destroy our peace. The scripture says this very clear. It says, don't be anxious, Philippians 4 and 6. Don't be anxious or worried about anything. In all things, go to God in prayer making your request known to him and thanking him for everything. And he will give you a peace that you may not expect or understand. But that peace will protect your heart and mind from the things that are troubling you. He will give you a peace that will protect your heart and your mind. In 2022, I don't want to lose my first line of defense. I don't want to lose the thing that's going to protect me. Why would we want to do that? See, this, this, is, this is crazy. In the Trojan, the myth of the Trojan War, um, anybody know the story of Troy? So the Alcaeans, they waged, uh, waged war on the city of Troy, and they invaded peace. They invaded the city very simply posed as a gift. They climbed into this giant horse, and they, they pulled this horse into the city. And so this horse sits in the middle of the city overnight while the people are sleeping and resting. And the Alcaeans got out and destroyed the city. They invaded the peace that was going on. In our lives today, we do that same exact thing. We allow people to come in our life and invade our peace. We allow situations to invade our peace. We allow the places we go, the things we intake to invade our peace. And the scripture says it very clear. God will give you a peace that will protect your heart and your mind. Why would you let that go? In 2022, I promise to not let anything take away my peace. I promise to not let anything take away my peace. We serve a God who is so capable and so able 
and so powerful that when, when, when you're going through the storm, you can look at the storm and say, peace be still, because God's with you. That's the great part about having God on your side is that you can look at the mountain and say the mountain is capable of being moved because I've got God with me. I've got the peace of God with me. That way when I'm in the storm and I'm going through it, I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about the boat being tossed to and fro. I can stand firm on the word of God and know that he gives me peace. He gives me peace. God gives you a peace that surpasses all understanding. The great part about that scripture is it says this. It says, make your request known to God. And then it says, thank him for everything. In 2022, we've got to be thankful as well. We've got to be thankful for what God has done and what he's going to do. You see, that's, that, that's knowing I've got peace, knowing that I'm in a situation right now, but I know God's going to deliver me, knowing that I'm stressed out right now, but I know God's going to make a way, knowing that I'm low right now, but God will lift me up. That's nothing more than peace. That's nothing more than peace that God gives. And you cannot lose that first line of defense. Third point, third point I want to make to you. Turn to your neighbor and say, third promise. Here we go. I will not look back. I will not look back. This is really good. Um, in, 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 in Genesis chapter 19, there's a story of Lot. You may have heard it before, but I'll share it with you. So Lot um, is in Sodom and Gomorrah. He's in the city, and two angels come to Lot's house. Um, and so Lot's kind of debating with him. He's saying, hey, listen up. I want you to come inside, come inside and, and rest with me. The two angels say, no, 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 no. We're going to stay out in the street. We'll be okay. Uh, Lot says, no, no, no. You're going to come in my house. And the angels agree. They come into his house. Lot fixes an amazing feast. But the men of the city surround Lot's house in anger. And they tell Lot, hey, those two men that snuck in in the middle of the night, I want you to bring them outside. And Lot's like, no, they're guests of mine. They're okay. And the men of the city say this, we're going to do to you worse than what we're going to do to them if you don't bring them out now. Now, Lot found favor with God. And so the two angels, they said, hey, don't worry about it. They pulled him inside. And then they struck all of the men blind. And they gave Lot's family some very instructions. He said, hey, I want you to get out of the city, leave the city right now. And whatever you do, don't look back. Whatever you do, don't look back. So Lot and his family, they're escorted out of the city by these two angels while the, peop the men in the city are completely blind. Enough time for them to get out and Lot's wife turns around. She turns around and looks back and just like that, turns into a pillar of salt. The interesting, ironic thing about this entire passages, the way she looked back. You see, she didn't look back and just take a quick glance, quick glance. She looked back and she desired all of what she used to have. She desired all the things that she was losing, the family, the friends, the houses. I, I don't know about you, but I've been in a position where I look back and I desired all the things I used to have. I, I, I used to enjoy all of those pleasures I used to enjoy. I look back and desire that. And God is saying in his word, do not look back. And here's the reason why Isaiah 43 says, I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing something completely new. There's no need to look back at the old things or consider the things of old or the former things because God is saying, I've got something brand new. And when God gives you something new, it's always better than what you used to have. Amen. 
when God gives you something new, it's always better than what you used to have. In 2022, we can't look back. We can't focus on the things of old. We've got to focus on what God is doing new. The scripture says, can you not see it? Do you not perceive it? Sometimes looking back will keep us from focusing on what's in front of us. Any, any track stars in here? Anybody run track? You know, so the reason why I didn't run track was first and foremost, you got to run. <laughs> not, not for me. Um, I, I, like, I like contact sports. I play football and basketball. And you got to run in basketball too. But I mean, you know, it's just track is just all you do. Um, and so um, the interesting thing I love about track is that if you've ever watched the 4x4 relay, they have this baton and they got to pass this baton onto the next person. And in order, to, in order to grab the baton, you've just got to stick your arm back. You can't look back because what it does, it'll slow you down. It'll slow you down. It may even knock you off track because you've got to keep focusing on what's in front of you. And I believe that God is telling us that in 2022, we can't worry about what happened back then or what's behind us. We've got to focus on what's in front of us. You see, the scripture is very clear. It says that uh, the goodness and mercy is behind us. And if I know that God's goodness and mercy is behind us, that's all I need to worry about. I can focus on what's in front of me knowing that God has got my back. Amen? One thing that we've got to remember is we cannot let disappointment paralyze us. Disappointment of what we lost, what hurt us, what took us out, what knocked us down. In 2022, we can't let disappointment paralyze us. I think sometimes we even, we, we, we allow disappointment um, from people, especially when it comes to apologies. Anybody ever waited on an apology from somebody? Um, I may, be, I may not be talking to most people. Listen, in, in my house, in my house, uh, me and Marissa, sometimes I may wait on an apology. And I believe that if you're waiting on somebody to apologize, um, God is very, very, he's got a good sense of humor. That person will never apologize. That person may never apologize. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. That should not stop you from moving forward. You see, if you're going to move forward, what you've got to do is you've got to focus on all three of these promises. First and foremost, if, 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 I have, if, it's, if it stops me from moving forward, I promise not to allow, literally, I will not look back, especially if it invades my peace and it takes me away from what God called me to do. I promise I will, I will not look back if it takes away my peace and it distracts me from what God called me to do. If you believe that and that's where you stand on today, this scripture is very, very dangerous. Proverbs 26, verse 11. It says this, as a dog returns to his vomit and the things that made him sick, so does a fool repeat his foolishness of yesterday. That's a dangerous scripture. I have two dogs. Um, I've got two uh, mahogany and Merlot. I bought uh, my wife a dog on my birthday, and then I bought her another dog on her birthday. Um, and I don't know why I did that. I have no idea why I did that. But um, I've got these two puppies, and they're amazing. They bring so much dirt and stress and whining and all the messes, so much joy into our lives, so much of that. Um, but I've got these two dogs, and the crazy thing is they will eat anything. They will eat anything. We go outside, trash, and they'll pick it up and eat it. They'll get sick. We'll go back outside the same day. The same thing that made them sick, they'll pick it up and eat it again. 
over and over again, and they never learn. And God is literally telling us, why, why would you go back to the thing that's making you sick? And he uses the word foolishness. He uses the word foolishness. This is a warning. I'm not going back to what hurt me. I'm not going back to what bruised me. I promise not to go back to what knocked me down. But what I do promise to do is press toward the mark of the high calling, which is Christ Jesus. That's what I promised to do in 2022. That's what we promised to do in 2022. We promise not to allow the disappointments of yesterday paralyze us and keep us from what God has for us tomorrow. We promise to allow, allow God to be our peace and hold our peace and let the Lord fight our battles. We promise to let the Lord fight our battles. And the reason why is because the, the praise team saying this earlier, because God is faithful. Great is his faithfulness towards us. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. He does not change. He is faithful. He was faithful when he brought you through 2020. He was faithful when he brought you to 2021. And he will be faithful to carry you through 2022. We serve a faithful God. And I'm convinced that January 2nd, today, all we've got to do is stand on the word of God, his promises, and he will see us through this year. He will see our families through, our children through, our careers. God is faithful. God is faithful. If you're here today and you've made New Year's resolutions over and year after year and year after year, but today you want to make a promise. You want to make a promise that's deeply rooted and connected in the word of God. If that's you, I want to invite you to come down. We're going to go back into another song of worship. I want to invite you to come down so we can just allow God to hear just how faithful he is, how he's protected us, how he's kept us. You see, the song says, I put my faith in Jesus, my anchor to the ground. He's my hope and firm foundation, and he will never let me down. If that's your prayer, I invite you to come down as the worship team comes. Thank you for joining us here today for this week's message. And here at Victory Church, we are called to equip people to live in His presence, move beyond ourselves, and be transformed. And this can only happen through your radical generosity, your serving, and your prayers. If this message or any of our messages have impacted your life and you would like to partner with us by giving into this ministry, you can do so by visiting our website at victory.church/give. Thank you again for joining us and have a great day.